Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Come and Talk It with your host, Michael Cargill, brought to you by Texas Law Shield. Over the last decade, Michael has championed and supported the rights of law-abiding Texans to own and use firearms. He is the owner of Central Texas Gunworks, a veteran of the United States Army, and has achieved national exposure in such prestigious media outlets such as Forbes Magazine, Fox Business News, CNN Money, AOL, BBC World News, Huffington Post, and the New York Times. Cargill vigorously defends lawful gun ownership in this country without regard to party politics. And now, here's Michael Cargill. Hearing from the second victim of an armed robbery that was caught in a live stream of a religious service yesterday in Brooklyn. Last night, we spoke with the bishop, and now his wife is talking about the experience. As CBS 2's Lisa Rosner reports, police now say jewelry worth around a million dollars was taken. The moment Bishop Lamar Whitehead abruptly stopped his sermon Sunday. All right, right, right. Police say three men entered the second floor church space on Remsen Avenue in Canarsie. The bishop dropped to the ground and the church live stream shows one man with a gun on the bishop and another removing his jewelry. Off camera, his wife, Bishop Asia Whitehead, says a gun was also held to her eight-month-old Brooklyn who was in her arms. She says that was happening while the suspect removed items including her wedding ring and Episcopal jewelry. As a mother, as a wife, and just myself personally in general, it's one of the most traumatic experiences that I've ever been involved in. My priority was to secure my children, not only to secure them physically, but to secure my babies emotionally, to secure them mentally. She says their 14-year-old daughter, Heaven, was also there and says she's okay. Right after the heist, the live stream shows frazzled congregants trying to leave. Police sources say there were 25 parishioners. Police sources tell us there was no security at the time. Monday, the bishop said he will bring in a therapist for the congregation, and he's giving the NYPD $50,000 to go towards information leading to finding the suspects. Let the Holy Spirit arrest them, let the Holy Spirit, come on, do something in their mind that would prompt them to want to change their life. Sunday, Bishop Whitehead told us he does not take a salary from the church, and he believes his family was targeted because of the publicity he received back in May when he showed up in a Fendi suit to help turn in the suspect wanted in the fatal subway shooting of 48-year-old Daniel Enriquez. The media called me the bling-bling bishop. The NYPD says the suspects fled on foot and got into a white Mercedes-Benz. Fortunately, no one was injured. In Canarsie, Brooklyn, Lisa Rosner, CBS 2 News. Good day, Austin, Texas, live music capital of the world. Let's praise the Lord and pass the ammunition. Let me tell you, the bling-bling bishop. I think the Holy Spirit was collecting his tithes. <laughs> the Holy Spirit said you should have a million dollars worth of jewelry uh, in church. <laughs> 
God's gonna get you for that. I know. <laughs> Let me tell you. I, you know, I, I just don't get it. A million dollars worth of jewelry. Jewelry. That's a lot of jewelry. Jewelry. One million dollars. Jewelry. One million dollars. Wow. We. I'm sorry. I don't feel sorry for him. <laughs> don't feel sorry for him. Uh, I feel sorry for his. Uh... His congregation. His congregation? Yeah. Uh, they know. <laughs> they know. Uh, like someone said, uh, <laughs> one of the producers said, that's, that's a, yeah, that's definitely a, what do you call it? Tax write-off there. All right, so tax shelter. Boy, I tell you, we got a treat for you today. Yes, we're going to show you some suppressors, some silencers. We're, we got, uh, we have inside the studio, let me tell you, we have a special guest. Uh, we have... Uh, Michael Federa, I'm sorry, Maurice Federa, Maurice, good Lord, Maurice Federa uh, from Fordera is the name of the company, Fordera Suppressors, right? Yes. Hi, Michael. How you doing? And and, and Maurice is going to tell us about his suppressors, his silencers, um, and he's right here in Texas, made in Texas. Remember that bill that was filed, made in Texas? Well, we got to wait and see what the outcome of the, the uh, court case is going to be. But made in Texas, that's right. The Texas Capitol passed a bill where if you, if a suppressor or silencer was made in Texas, stamped made in Texas on it, you should be able to own and possess that without going through the NFA process. Well, unfortunately, the ATF came back and said, you know, that bill that the state of Texas passed, don't try it because the ATF says they will charge you with a felony. And some people tried that in Kansas. The state of Kansas did the sim a similar thing, and unfortunately, the people that did it, the the dealer, FFL dealer, and also the customer, were both convicted of felonies. So even though the state of Texas passed this bill, unfortunately, the ATF, the federal government, says that is something, suppressor silencers are something that's controlled by the federal government because some part, some piece of that crosses state lines, that's interstate commerce, and that's something that they control. So don't try it. Don't do it. Wait for the court case. Let's let them hash it out in court. Let's, this, this case has got to make it pretty much most likely all the way up to the Supreme Court. Supreme Court is going to have to decide, you know, what the deal is. So let's just wait for that. Don't do it. Go through the process. What you need to do is go ahead and buy your suppressor, your silencer, have it shipped to the gun store or buy it from the gun store. The gun store is going to hold on to that suppressor, that silencer. And then you're going to, you know, do some paperwork. We have the silencer shop machine where you can, you'll be able to, you know, do all your paperwork, you know, do your photo, your fingerprints, set up an account on the machine we have in the lobby of Central Texas Gunworks. Uh, you'll be able to pay your $200 tax stamp fee. And then we will help you with the, you know, we're pretty much do the paperwork for you. And we do it e-forms nowadays, e-forms. You know, Zach, we used to fill out the, the paper and it was taking, it, it takes like 12, 14 months we would get their suppressors approved. But now with the e-forms, some of them are coming back 90 days, maybe 120 days, but it's a lot shorter than the 14 months. Yeah, I uh pretty much heard it was nine or ten months. Yeah, yeah, it's it's so it's a lot, it's a lot shorter now. We're so getting them quick. Yeah, so we've actually done we've done over a hundred. We've done, I want to say we've done like 130 uh e-forms. And so we already started getting some of those back already. You know, we're racking them through. Let me tell you, it's crazy. So people getting their, their approval, and it gets emailed to you. It gets emailed to you from the federal government. A lot better than having your tax stamp sit in the USPS. 
in the postal service mail where it doesn't show up sometimes. <laughs> that actually happens too. It's like, where's my tax stuff? They say it was approved. Well, we didn't get it. Uh, but we're gonna we have the uh, uh, the owner of Fodera is inside the studio. We're gonna show you some different suppressors. He's gonna talk about his product, talk about how they started. Uh, we're also going to go around the – we got some news for you. We're going to talk about some things going on around the country, going around the world. Uh, this bling, bling bishop, let me tell you, you know, God's going to get you for that for sure. You, you know, you, you reap what you sow, as they say. And you definitely, definitely, you know, God's got to get his share. You got to pay your tithes because eventually God's going to come and get it from you. And eventually they came and got it from this bishop. <laughs> we come back from the break. We're going to talk to you about um, – Gonna go. We got some news to talk about. We gonna show you some suppressors. Got like I say, a treat for you. Boy, you gotta check out these suppressors. They are awesome. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Peace. This is Maj Toure. You're listening to Come and Talk It Radio with Michael Cargill. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. On this day is when George Jetson was born. That's right, July 31st, 2022. According to uh, one of our our listeners, there, George Jetson starts now. So, uh, like he like like you said, I guess we're gonna start seeing uh, flying vehicles now, right? I guess Elon Musk should step in, give us a flying vehicle. All right, let's let's talk about suppressors. Let's talk about silencers. All right, so man, we have inside the studio Maurice Fodero with Fodero. He's gonna talk to us about suppressors. Man, Maurice, welcome to come and talk to sir. Michael, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, tell us a little bit about your company, you know, your website. Sure. So we started Federa Armory a little over two years ago, and it was um, based on a gentleman that I met whose legacy basically is on these suppressors. He started doing these as a kid, 
Um, he was an Olympic shooter. Uh, he's an eighth generation gunsmith and very capable machinist. And he's these have been put through their paces, and I'm basically rebranding. Nice. Okay. And so, you know, so you you got a you you brought a couple of suppressors with you there. Yes, Michael. I brought uh, some samples. So we have uh, three basic models, uh, including a 22. So the Alamo is our 22. Long Rifle also shoots 22. Wait, so you guys are based in Texas. We are indeed, and we based... like to take the name. Nice. Based in Texas. Yeah, we are made in Texas. Uh, we have a, a big factory in Longview, Texas, and then these are assembled in South Texas near Corpus. Nice. Longview. All right. All right, so you, you say you brought a 22 with you? Yeah, this 22 is uh, about the size of a cigar. If you want to hold it up uh, in front of that camera, you can show the people watching. Nice. All right, so 22. I could put that on my um, my pin gun, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they take uh, they are only for direct threads, right? Yes. So we are caliber specific, and we are direct thread. That is just the the least the the best way to put something together without any malfunctions. Would I have so to? Have... So would I have to get like an adapter or something like that if I want to do the pin gun? Maybe have twenty eight. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. The uh, next one is the Woodland. The Woodland is a seven and a quarter. Um, by two-inch suppressor, which is very capable. We have all of the more popular calibers, but we do basically any caliber. We are, once again, caliber-specific. The reason for that is all the different gases, the pressures that each cartridge would produce. Uh, we process that um, all hearing safe. The Hill Country is our 9-inch can. It's 9.75, to be exact, by two. Uh, and, of course, the uh, Big Boy is our 12-inch can, 12 and a quarter, and that's the high plane and we have that in uh, 5824 also 18 by 1 um we can also rethread them 3 quarter 24 for those rear deals otherwise everything is um caliber specific as i mentioned nice and so you can find the dealers uh, that actually sell them on your website right so yes sir i'm currently looking for dealers and i have a representation in multiple states i have uh, washington Michigan, Tennessee, Florida, obviously in Texas. I have uh, my biggest distributors in Houston and uh, several all around Texas, like Castroville and here in town in uh, San Antonio. So, so what's so different? What's so special about Federa? How, how do you guys stand apart from other suppressors? So in the two and a half years that I've been involved with suppressors, I've had a schooling, if you will, from um, the person that actually designed and, and builds these. And that is that we have the girth, we have the volume and the space to process the gases and the cartridges appropriately. Um, from Benny's standpoint, most of the suppressors, those are skinnier, the one and a half, 1.6, they are just not long enough to process. Just gases need volume. More volume, manage the heat better, and redirect the bullet. Nice. So I've seen some of these suppressors that fit, you know, 18 different calibers so they're basically the, the jack of all trade that's the master of none right so interesting and there's all kinds of studies and there's more opinions than anything else um you can shoot the smaller projectile obviously in the bigger hole that is a given and you may suffer um, a little bit on the noise side on the sound but it may not necessarily be anything that you want to be concerned with so if you wanted to shoot uh, a three, a thirty caliber three, three eight on down, or a six point five millimeter on down. You can certainly do that. 
They so will. you could get the 338 suppressor and then just shoot everything below that? Sure. It? Absolutely. Is there um, any sacrifice in accuracy or... There will be a little bit and a little bit on the sound. Yeah. And because the you you custom make these suppressors for each caliber and that uh that gives you just phenomenal increased accuracy with your suppressors, right? Correct. Correct. So um our blast chamber will slow the initial gases down just enough for the bullet to leave in clean clean air. So our multiple chambers, depending on the caliber um and the length, obviously. Uh, will redirect uh, and slow the gases down, and the projectile will leave in clean air, therefore stable, and um, your point of impact will also change, and the bullets will be basically on top of each other. Wow. Very accurate. Accuracy, now we also uh, rest 100% of the flash, so no flash elimination, which is great for the night shooters. Recoil reduction is huge. Our 3.3 at Lapuas feels more like a 243. Um, we've just made a can for a 375 Cheyenne tactical, which is like a smaller version of a 50 caliber. Mm -hmm. That was an amazing, um, feat, uh, but came out to be a, uh, we had to build that out of carbon steel just because of the size of the round. Um, and that can weighs six pounds, wow. but it's amazing. It takes two people to carry the rifle on a can. <laughs> wow. Now what's the, uh, the higher duty cycle? What does that mean? So we actually... So not all suppressors are fully auto-rated, and ours are, uh, from the 7-inch all the way up. So you can just shoot more rounds through faster, hmm. and the can will take the heat. We, because of the appropriate size, it's not that we don't get hot. We don't get hot as quick. And, uh, I mean, we could shoot. I've shot, yesterday I shot 20 rounds of 9mm and was able to just take the can right off. Oh, wow. And then, yeah, so maintenance-free, what is that? So we, because of the can's design and they do what they do, um, you don't need to take them apart and clean them. So if you use decent ammunition, you'll shoot to your heart's desire and everything in it vaporizes. So all of, there's no mess in the can. There's no unshot powder. There's no residue and it doesn't build up on the carbon. And then uh, Federo, how'd you guys come up with that name? It's a hyphen of my last name, which is F-O-D, and we used a P-H. Um, one of my business partners, who's also a former Marine, his last name is Phillips. Ah, okay. So we used a P-H from so him. P-H-O-D-E-R-A, gotcha. Nice. All right, and, and they're pretty big suppressors there, pretty big and bulky, and I guess that ties into uh, the maintenance-free part of it, you know, so I don't have to take them apart, don't have to clean them? Correct. And the smaller suppressors, it sounds like they can't actually get the job done properly, right? Absolutely, 100%. So they're all hearing safe. Again, the big, biggest thing that they do is accuracy, followed by the suppression, uh, the flash elimination. Obviously, the sound suppression is huge. The fact that I'll give you one instance. Um, obviously, we deal with the general public, but um, I, we do have a special program with the law enforcement and first responders. So we went on a demo, a dealer demo, and we took the cans out. And there's a, uh, in San Antonio, there's a, a gun manufacturer that's pretty common. And this individual is friends with the person that we, whose property we shot on. He had a, a seven and a half inch SBR 5.56. And he actually asked me, can I shoot your can with, on this rifle? And I asked him, I said, yes, of course. And he was shocked because according to some manufacturer, uh, suppressor manufacturers, you can't shoot they won't warranty a can if you shoot a 5.56 five, five, shorter than 11. 
That's a huge explosion that happens in those, huh? <laughs> it, it's it's literally brutal. If you've been next to one of those, the percussion. <laughs> yeah. But we tame the AR. We tame the AR. <laughs> and you were saying that the uh, the mid-sized one, the Hill Country, is uh, twice the sound suppression of the smaller woodland? Yes, sir. Half yet quieter. And then the same thing with the large compared to the mid-sized one, right? Correct. On the 12-inch, that's basically a sniper-ish, if you will. That's something that you're going to put on a, a bipod or shoot from prone. And literally, the signature is displaced. The animal, I mean, if you're shooting paper, there's no worries. But if you're shooting pigs or if you're shooting anything at night, not only will you not have the heat signature as bad, no flash, but the the signature is displaced. And literally, the animal doesn't know whether to run away from you or toward you. They don't <laughs> know the, where the sound is originating. Wow. And so the, the suppressor and silencers can abate noise levels by as much as 80%. Correct. Making it hearing safe. Hearing loss, unfortunately, is permanent. Mm. Yeah. For people like me who have tinnitus, you know, definitely, you know, definitely plays a, a, a role in that. Um, the Federal Armory is, is a Texas-based manufacturer of precision, precision suppressors for precision rifles. Uh, Fodero uses proprietary materials, and they incorporate the laws of math and physics to produce a suppression that will serve you an entire lifetime. So you definitely got to check out you know, these uh, suppressors. You know, Go to their website. It's Fodero.com. It's P-H-O-D-E-R-A. That's P-H-O-D-E-R-A.com. Uh, check out their website there. And you have your prices listed on there as well. Yes. Nice. All right. So nice, nice selection of suppressors there. Uh, you know, I, I need to try something out because we need to do, maybe we can go back to the 556223, five, 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 uh, use a suppressor on it so it won't be as loud at the range instead of using the 22 mm-hmm. for the for the rifle. 100%. Yeah, that may, that may work, actually. I was just thinking about that as you guys were talking about it. Yeah. I'll make sure to transfer some to your store, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the suppressors are the result of a fifth-generation gunsmith commitment to bring uh, bring into the market the best overall suppressors they could. Uh, they battle-tested these things, and they're proven over decades of use. The torture tested to meet the rigorous and brutal elements proven nearly indestructible. So definitely check out Fodero. We come back from the break. We're going to talk about Fodero a little bit more. We're going to show you all these uh, different suppressors here. Uh, We're also going to talk about news around the country. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. This is Chloe on Noir, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now, here's Michael Cargill. All right, so we're back, and we're talking suppressors today. We're talking with Fodera. We're taking a look at, men their website. We're looking at the pricing. It's listed on the website. We're checking out this product. We're going to take these suckers to the range, and we're going to do the old in-out, in-out, see what they're all about. Uh, let our students check them out and all that kind of stuff. Man, I, I like this. You give me some ideas here. I'm thinking we need to change the way we do business. Maybe maybe the way we do our classes. Because you know, we're we're shooting in a new area now. We have a new range. Uh, totally brand new gun range. We're in a totally different area. We lost our old gun range. We haven't told this to a lot of people. Uh, so if, you, you, if you've been to the old <laughs> place that we used to shoot, that property's been sold. And so they're now developing it, turning it into something totally different. <laughs> That's right. I tell you, Austin's growing. It's growing. It's growing fast. And so we got evicted from that spot. And so now our range is located a little further away. We're out in Cedar Creek now. And so we drive our students out there. We go shoot. Still, you know, it's uh, still a private little area. Just us. No one else. We go out there. We shoot. And then that's it. Just only for private shooting, not for the public to use or anything like that. And so we, we need, we, we're trying to be respectful to our neighbors because like I said, Austin's still growing. And even though that's in Cedar Creek, it's growing. So we try to be respectful to them. And so maybe we need to try to be a little more quiet. Yeah. A little quiet. I, I think neighbors will like that. Maybe that'll help us with yeah, people that don't like guns as much as they're not loud. They don't want, they don't want to hear it. They don't want to see it. And I think suppressors will solve that problem. What do you think, Zach? Hundred percent. Yeah, let you believe, man. I'm stuck on this bling bling pastor. And uh, Thomas is online. Quick question. Uh, Go ahead. He would like to know uh, if you can articulate how many decibels this lowers the uh, register from the gunshot. And I know you said it depends on the caliber. Correct, and it depends on the environment. There's a lot of variables. We're currently in. I am currently in um, to get this scientifically done to get mm -hmm. to get so the uh, dealer in washington is actually doing a study on the decibels but it it's subjective what hurts someone's ears doesn't hurt someone else's ears and i know that's a little bit vague but they are hearing safe per the hearing decibel meter if you will uh they're in the 110 to 16 range and 134 i think is where it starts getting detrimental or or damaging but it depends. There's so many variables. Again, it, it, it is the caliber. Mm -hmm. If you're shooting a 5.56 through a 5.56 can, that's going to be your best bet for everything. But if you shoot it through a 30, it'll be, again, one, two, or three, four decibels louder. So that just depends on the individual. If you're out in the open, if you're in a sunny day, if you have trees. So if you're shooting supersonic ammunition, that'll have an effect, right? Mm -hmm. But it's they're all hearing safe to the shooter, but it's going to break the... the, the um, Sound barrier, if you will, mm -hmm. the supersonic ammo. So when it when you hear that whip, um, that's all part of the process. Okay. All right. When you say they they are direct threaded, what does that mean for the end user? Direct threaded. 
So the end of your barrel is threaded. We don't. You, uh, you don't have to buy a uh, adapter for it. So you'll take off your thread protector or your muzzle brake, and you'll put on a can and just tighten it down by hand. So there's no special tools. And we're really the design of these tools are to be left on the rifle. So if you have dedicated hunting rifle, just put that on or leave it. That's great. We love the sporting rifles. They work really well with that. They're just not as quiet for all the reasons that you have an open breech and all those things. Uh, rather than a bolt action, that's going to be the quietest. So subsonic, direct thread, subsonic um, ammunition on a bolt rifle is the absolute quietest any weapon will be suppressed. Yeah, and, I, and I'm, I'm stuck on the names. I love the name. I love the Alamo. I love the Woodland, Hill Country, High Plain, and Super Texan. That's Man. our 50 cal BMG. Super Texan. Yes, sir. We. Wow. We don't discriminate against calibers. We build any caliber. <laughs> and so the Alamo uh, takes care of a 22 long rifle, 17 HMR, and 22 mag. Uh, the Woodland does uh, the 7.25. It, it does a, a 222 to 300 wind mag. Hill Country handles 222 to 338 Lapua. And High Plain takes uh, takes care of the 6.5 up to the 338 Lapua. Man. And so what what's is there a difference in sound or you know between the hill country and high plain you know if I can do you know I I can do everything with the the hill country I can do with the high plain should you know why would I just go toward the hill country Well the hill country is uh half the sound suppression of the mm. high plain Mm okay all right so you get twice the suppression when you step up each length Nice okay Correct. Thank you, Zach. But you were saying earlier during the break that the high plane is a 12.25 inch. Right. You really need the right setup if you want to use that one, right? Yeah. Generally speaking, if you have a very thin barrel, like some of these hunting rifles, they, the old school thought uh, uh, is that if you have the longer barrel, you're going to get the higher speed. But that obviously depends on the rate of twist. But if basically, if you have a bull barrel or a thicker barrel, you could use any of the cans. Our Woodland, uh, the 7-inch can, is really popular with the AR platforms, and it's really well-balanced. Most of the weight on AR is on the back, so that actually helps with the muzzle rise. We do uh, process a lot of the recoil, so we manage a lot of the recoil. No flash, again, for night uh, shooting and hearing safe. You really, I, had, uh, I put a, um, a gentleman just this week on a 300 Win Mag 7-inch, amazing how it cut the the sound you you don't for such a big cartridge you didn't need hearing protection he was amazing wow and then you're saying something about accuracy earlier can you explain that one more time so why is it how does it help with accuracy so little known fact most people that do shoot and know the physics so when a primer goes off and it ignites the powder in a cartridge it creates these gases that's what drives the projectile as that's happening, the gases are much, much faster than the projectile. They're getting around it through the rifling and such. And so when the bullet leaves the barrel, often without anything on it, you're gonna, it's going to leave in the middle of the gas. With our suppressor, there's a blast chamber, first thing. We slow the gases down just a millisecond, giving the gases something to do, and the bullet actually flies ahead of that, stabilizing, leaving the barrel in clean air. Therefore, your point of impact is going to be much, much better, more accurate. Now, how much testing testing did you have to do? You know, Four to, decades. Really? The R&D goes back to the 80s. Wow. And you guys did this yourself? Benny did, yes. Wow. I, I'm effectively rebranding. Uh, so our gunsmith, it, it, this is something that's been around for a long, long time. 
um, and we've just basically taken it over to help them promote. So it these have been primarily sold and um, made for the European market, where silencers are not as taboo. Right. Much, much, yeah. So in Europe, it's pretty much, you know, it's like, hey, if you're going to have a firearm, you have to have a suppressor. They're an accessories, yeah. yes, sir. And yeah. And it's not it's not like we treat treat them here. There you can you can just go ahead and buy them versus here, you know, we gotta go through a long song and dance and they're registered, you know, with our federal government. Correct. As wow. you mentioned earlier about the stamp. And ironically, in Europe and other places in the world, it's really, really difficult to get a handgun or a rifle to get a gun, but to get a suppressor, it's no big deal. Yeah, and it's a shame that we have that stigma here around suppressors when they could you know, save your hearing. Yeah, there's a function, and that is the hearing protection, also other people. I think it's good shooting etiquette, not just because I'm in the suppressor business. I always like it better when the weapons are suppressed and you don't have to wear anything to protect them. I think it's just more fun. We do make it more enjoyable. As I mentioned earlier, we really do tame, and there's only one way to look to find out for sure is put it at the end of your rifle and shoot it, which you will do soon, Michael. I promise you. <laughs> don't forget about me. <laughs> Absolutely, Zach. You're on the list. <laughs> and for those that don't know, a silencer, also known as a sound suppressor, uh, suppressors uh, or a sound moderator, is a muzzle device that reduces the acoustic intensity of the muzzle uh, report. Uh, the sound of a gunshot, pretty much, and, and the recoil when a gun actually fires or is discharged and by mod modulating the speed and pressure of the propellant gas from the muzzle, you know, and, and so what makes it a lot of quieter, man, we got to check some of these out, Zach, please. Okay. All right. We'll check something <laughs> out. We got to do a range day. I got some customers that want to shoot some, uh, some machine guns and, you know, some of their machine guns and, and SBRs and stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe these are full auto rated. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can discuss a ten percent discount for your listeners that come out and visit. And and you get you is you do you have a shop in uh, Central Texas or is it only going to be in, it's in Longview, right? So that's our factory. The factory's in Longview. So I chose effectively to remain behind the scenes and sure. just do dealers. So I don't have a brick and mortar. Okay. So I do everything through my dealers, and right now there's. Uh, I have a dealer in uh, Canyon Lake mm -hmm. uh, in, in the San Antonio area, Castroville, just a little bit outside, and a couple of people that I'm working with, uh, and of course, South Central Texas Guns. Mm -hmm. And so, mm -hmm. and and so, who who in San Antonio? Uh, in San Antonio, there's a couple of dealers that I'm working with. Okay, nice. Which who are they? Uh, South Texas Guns um, is someone that I've talked to, and uh, Mission Ridge. Mission Ridge. Okay. All right. Awesome. Definitely check those suckers out. I'm telling you, and and go online and and you know take a look at them. Um, uh, great product, love it, man. I, I really appreciate you coming on. And tell us about it. And now, uh, once again, you guys are on. Are you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Facebook? You know, how do we find you? All of the above. <laughs> and it's just uh, just the one name. Correct. Cadero. Correct. And then, of course, Central Texas Gunworks. Definitely <laughs> wanna. I'm gonna send you some samples, and I'll meet with you and your listeners, and we'll work that out. And Zach, of course. <laughs> yes, Zach's got to shoot these suckers. Zach's like, yeah, don't forget about me. I want to try them. You, I do. You, you, what, what, what rifle you want to put it on? Uh, AR. AR? Mm -hmm. Okay, just AR? You don't They're so loud. They are just ridiculously loud, you know? Yeah. yeah. It'd be nice to tame that a bit. Got any handguns you want to deal with? Uh, these don't work on handguns, right? We don't make them for pistol unless it's the twenty two, and it does work real well. 
the motto behind that is uh, Benny does not want to do anything that isn't purposeful or accurate. And when you're dealing with pistols, handguns particularly, um, you need piston-driven. My understanding is some guns that work, some handguns that work with a silencer don't work without or vice versa. So Benny's a perfectionist. Yes. Sounds like he's very picky. He's like, no, I don't want to do it unless we do it right. I like that, though. I don't know. He's passionate about his work. Definitely sounds passionate and and serious about his work. He said he made his first suppressor when he was 13 years old. Correct. Yeah. (laughs) What he wanted for his 13th birthday are the plans to Maxim's design. And that's when Benny started choosing the right metals. That's something else I didn't talk about. So the metals that we construct these are all similar metals, basically high-grade aluminum and stainless steel. They're not welded together. Um, They are self-cleaning, so no maintenance is required, lifetime warranty. But Benny chose the proper materials to put this together, and then he figured out the volume, the correct volume. So he didn't want to necessarily make them two inches, but that's what's required. Mm -hmm. Uh, Benny could have done two and a half inches, two inches, one and a half inch, but at the end of the day, he found the right physics the right mathematical equation and they work they work 100 percent of the time all right we come back from the break we're going to go to new york city an 18 year old who had a toy gun in a car shot and killed by an officer and i'm sorry an off-duty corrections officer uh, and that officer has been charged and arrested with uh, a murder manslaughter and criminal possession of a weapon we come back from the break and i talk about that and more this is michael cargill and you are listening to come and talking Hi, this is Stephen Williford, the Barefoot Defender. I get my global gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, so let me go ahead and mention this one more time. This bling bling pastor out of out of New York here, man, he's they had a Zach, do you know that they had a three hundred and ninety thousand dollar Cuban link chain that was stolen? A two hundred thousand dollar men's gold chain, a hundred and twenty-five thousand wedding ring, a seventy-five thousand Rolex, a seventy-five thousand Cavalier watch, a fifty thousand dollar wedding ring, a twenty-five thousand dollar Episcopal ruby and diamond ring, a twenty-five thousand dollar Episcopal diamond ring, a twenty-five thousand dollar pair of earrings, a twenty thousand dollar diamond emerald cross, a twenty thousand dollar Episcopal ring, a fifteen thousand dollar Episcopal cross, and a ten thousand dollar pistol gold cross got a ring on every finger <laughs> good lord man and we're supposed to feel sorry for this guy and he's crying he's now guess what guess what zach hmm. he wants to carry a gun now he's pro-gun <laughs> now he's pro-gun he's like bishop should have pastors church leaders should have special permission to where we can carry guns oh come on man wasn't he just in a studio somewhere Yes, he was in something. I don't know. He's crying on the air saying, we should, you know, we should be able uh, to carry a gun in the pulpit. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> no, we're, I'm not buying it. Sorry. You know, God's got to get his somehow. All right, let's 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 talk about this 18-year-old. So apparently uh, there's an 18-year-old that was a shot in a vehicle by an off-duty corrections officer because he had a toy gun. And so 
Uh, the officer, Dion Middleton, shot the victim, Raymond, uh, in the face in the early hours of Thursday morning, according to the New York Times there. Middleton was arrested on charges of murder, manslaughter, and criminal possession of a weapon in connection with the shooting, according to law enforcement there. He pleaded not guilty and was released on bail. Middleton, who was hired as a correction officer in 2013, was suspended immediately after without pay, according to the Department of Corrections Commissioner um, out of New York. Uh, these very serious charges are in no way a reflection of the officers who work for that uh, department, according to the authorities there on the ground. Uh, police did not describe a motive, but said they found an obese gun in the vehicle, um, and there's no evidence that uh, the young man had fired or aimed the toy gun at anybody, uh, according to police. But unfortunately, he's now been he's now deceased. And so, ah, man, New York. It's always something out of New York that's like really crazy. Always out of New York. I don't know why. Why is that? And then also let's go to Houston, Houston, Texas. Man, Houston's always got something crazy going on in Houston also. I don't know what it is. I think it's the heat. Um, you know, this. Uh, it's like a, there was a, 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 I think last week we talked about um, someone driving down the road and uh, passing someone in the intersection, just randomly shooting at a random person uh, with a um, with an AK. No, we're going to talk about that today, actually, because Shannon Watts chimed in on that case. You remember Shannon Watts? Shannon Watts. Yeah, Mom's Demand Action. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about now. Probably forgot about her pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, Texas grand jury declines uh, to indict a man accused of killing nine year old girl while shooting at an armed robber. Now, this is a very peculiar case here. All right, so a grand jury in Harris County, Texas, down there in Houston, on Tuesday declined to indict a man who allegedly killed a nine-year-old Arlene Alvarez while shooting at an armed robber in February. Now, check this out, Zach. So uh, the killing happened on February the 14th at about 9.30 p.m. when Tony Earls and his wife drove to a drive through ATM to deposit some cash and a check. According to the district attorney's office, a man then ran up and put a gun in the wife's face and demanded their money, car keys, and her wallet, according to the prosecutors. Now, the couple initially complied with the robber, handling over the check, cash, and wallet before the robber started to run away. The officer said Earls, who stepped out of the vehicle, said he heard gunshots and believed he was being shot at, so he shot at the robber. Now, uh. However, it ended up striking a truck that happened to be driving by at the same time, killing a nine-year-old Arlene Alvarez in the back seat. And the district attorney's office said the girl's parents, Armada and Gwen Alvarez, Armando, sorry, Armando and Gwen Alvarez, uh, said in February that the family was driving to a Houston restaurant for Valentine's Day dinner when Arlene was shot in the head. And they immediately stopped, pulled her out of the vehicle, uh, and you know, tried to administer first aid. The robbery suspect, who remains at large, will face felony murder charges in the killing, according to the uh, district attorney there, uh, Kim Og. And you know, they're and that's just, that's just man, that's really weird because, you know, in Texas, this is Texas, you know, and that's down in Houston. Even though you're trying to you know stop someone, you know, and you and you're it's legal for you. Let's make this clear: it is legal for you to use force, a daily force, to recover your property that's been taken from you immediately after in first pursuit. 
So the person didn't have to be shooting back at him, you know, to, so to say that, that means nothing really. Uh, but it is it's definitely justified for you to use force, a deadly force, if you're trying to recover some property immediately after in fresh pursuit. But even though you're doing that, even though you think someone's shooting at you, you still can't accidentally shoot an innocent person. So I'm very shocked at the grand jury that they didn't bring any charges uh, against this person for accidentally shooting you know, this, this young child. I'm actually shocked by this. Because you're responsible for every bullet that leaves your gun. Absolutely. You're responsible for that, you know. And so I, and I understand they're, they're, they're looking for the, the bad guy, absolutely. But, man, you need to know what your threat is and what's, behind, what's around that threat and everything. So I'm curious of who this person is and what's going on and down there in Houston because this makes no sense, you know, to me at all. Uh, it's, it's up to you. Don't pull that gun out unless you can stop that threat. You know, if you can't do it, don't pull it out. You can't take that shot. Because one thing you cannot do, you cannot shoot an innocent person. You should be held responsible. And so I hope this family sues. I, I really do. I hope they sue. Because, man, that's, that's a sad situation. They're on their way to Valentine's Day dinner on Valentine's Day, you know, where they have a right to be just driving from point A to point B, and a round goes in their vehicle as they're driving down the road and shoots and kills their little daughter. That's a very sad, very sad situation. And, and, and it's, it's very shame on the, the grand jury down there in Houston. You definitely didn't do your job. Very sad. Very sad. All right. So um, also, what else we got to talk about, Zach? I want to cover. Man, I lost my page there. There we go. Um, man, we got some uh, Shannon Watts. Let's talk about Shannon Watts. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Shannon Watts. All right. So. You know, Shannon, uh, um, she's uh, one of the leaders of Mom Demand Action, and she did this little tweet, you know, early in the week, and she said, you know, uh, something to the effect that, you know, it's Greg Abbott's fault that, you know, someone used an AK-47 rifle uh, to randomly shoot an innocent person. She said because, you know, they used the AK-47 rifle and it's Greg Greg Abbott's policy, the a bill that he signed into legislation allowing constitutional carry. Unfortunately, she's very highly misguided because rifles have been legal to open carry or conceal carry in Texas since 1869. So unless I'm missing something here, I don't think Greg Abbott was alive in 1869. And he didn't have anything to do with rifles being legal in Texas in 1869. So uh, so that really has nothing to do with, you know, with the, the current governor right now. So surveillance video is uh, providing a better look at a shooting in a busy North Houston intersection that left two men dead. Uh, witnesses believe the gunman used an AK-47. Uh, Harris County deputy on his way to work discovered the scene um, and... The video shows a black pickup truck traveling south on Aldine Westfield when it gets bumped by another truck that is traveling the opposite way. And the black pickup truck turns out, uh, turns onto Parker Road and passes a white car. Then the video shows the white car hit another car. And so police said that at this moment, at, you know, at that moment, the man in the bed of the black pickup, possibly a GMC truck, shot at the two people in the white car, killing them. And video from the scene shows bullet holes on the driver and passenger side of the white car. That sounds like a hit to me. 
That's too quick, and it was too quick, too targeted, you know. And 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 for someone to be in the bed of the truck with a rifle already, that seems like they were definitely targeted. They were ready. They were ready for. Them. Yeah, that's just too quick. So there's a little more to that story that they're not telling us for sure. Uh, police said it appeared that the passenger got out and was shot and killed. Then the driver got out to check on the passenger and was also shot and killed. Investigators believe the gunman in the back of the pickup truck fired multiple shots from an AK-47 and bullet holes uh, on both driver's side, passenger side of the white vehicle. And there's one uh, witness uh, who observed that uh, what occurred. And that witness stated that there was a Hispanic male in the bed of the pickup truck with an AK-47. Initially, investigators believe the two different groups had an altercation right before the shooting. But the video showed that they came from different directions. We come back from the break. Going to talk about more of this news. Want to show you some more. Uh, going to show you some more of these suppressors here, and um, we're also going to talk about ah one other thing. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk It. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right. So the University of Texas and the Texas Politics Project are trying to say that Texans want safer gun control laws. So according to a poll that they conducted, I'd reveal that how Texans feel when it comes to gun reform. And numbers also show their approval rating for a Texas senator who championed for safer gun laws is taking hits from both sides of the aisle. Guess who that is? Uh, according to St. Edwards University political science professor Brian Smith, he says that the UT Texas politics poll shows Texans want gun control reform. He says 78% of voters supported expanding background checks from gun purchases, while 16% opposed. When asked about red flag laws, the numbers show 66% were in favor, while 24% were against. And I'm willing to bet that this poll was probably taken in Austin, Texas. You know, you know, definitely wasn't taken in, in, in rural Texas at all. So definitely willing to bet that, especially coming from the University of Texas and, and especially talking about St. Edwards University. Yeah, you're trying to, you know, trying to persuade people and, and, and skew people in a different direction there. And well, they're talking about Senator John Cornyn because uh, some people are praising him. Uh, for what he did by passing a bipartisan gun control bill. Uh, but the poll reveals that since supporting the bill, 50% of participants disapprove of Senator John Corning's job. Uh, according to Nicole Golden, who's the executive director of Texas Gun Sense, says it's hard to correlate if the drop in his approval rating is associated with Corning's push for gun control legislation. Well, it is, because <laughs> people are really upset. And you, know, you would know that if you uh, take a look at the... Uh, the Texas GOP convention, when he was uh, booed at the convention, a lot of noise. It was hard for him to make his speech. So, he, you know, the you know the, the movers and the shakers in Texas who participated in the Texas GOP convention were very upset with Senator John Cornyn. And so we'll see if he's able to overcome this in the next few years because uh, there's a possibility he could actually become, you know, head of the Senate. You know, if uh, the Republicans take over the Senate in this next, you know, this midterm election. So if he's able to overcome this, maybe he can, you know, move past this point or he may just get primaried. But we'll see what happens. It all depends on Texans if they have that short term memory or a long term memory. So we'll see what happens there. Um, 
uh, and Nicole Golden says she isn't worried because the need for safer gun laws outweighs his approval numbers. Um, nah, you, you would only say that if you're anti-gun and trying to take firearms away. But unfortunately, I, my ear is on the ground and I'm listening to you know people that are pro-Second Amendment and they're very serious about this, just like, you know, Mr. Nicole Golden is, you know, pro-anti-gun. Uh, definitely, you know, there are a lot of more Texans out there that are pro-gun, and they do not want to give an inch. They don't want to, you know, you give them an inch, then they'll take a mile. You know, because here we are, you know, you gave them that inch, and now, you know, this next bill that's coming out of the House is asking for everything, including, you know, the kitchen sink. So we're saying, nope, not at all. So. You know, you, can, you, you when you listen to different stories, you can always tell, you know, the direction that they're going, you know, by that tone there. And they're definitely trying to sway people and make people think that Texans, you know, want something when, when they really don't. You know, Texans want, you know, they they love their, their firearm independence. We, we like our suppressors. We love our rifles. We love the AR rifle, you know. Uh, we love, you know, the Armalite rifle. I, I like to call it the American rifle. Um, and I and and so we're not going to give them away. I, I had a young lady in the store this week, Zach. Man, uh, mm -hmm. uh, older black female. She came in. She said, "You know, I like my AR-15." She goes, "Michael." I said, "Yes, ma'am." She goes, "You know, I'm getting up there. You know, I'm 70 years old in the 70s now." And she said, "You know, uh, do you think they're going to take my AR-15 away from me?" I said, "No, ma'am. I don't think so. I think you're okay." She goes, "Good, because I'm not giving it up." She's seventy years. She's a seventy-year-old black black woman. She did not want to give up her AR-15. Yeah, think about it. So uh, <laughs> I have a bunch of people that come through the class. We shoot the AR-15, we shoot pistols, and we shoot twelve-gauge shotgun. Mm -hmm. Where uh, you know most people would think that the twelve-gauge shotgun is the best home defense weapon. For a woman like that, it's not mm -mm. because twelve-gauge has a huge recoil. Okay, and that uh, is probably too much for this woman while it is a good weapon an even better choice is the ar-15 which practically has no recoil it's yeah, going to be a lighter gun and much easier for her to handle yes yeah, and her her tone was like look you know i i, I like my ar-15 you know for home protection more to, more so not like anything else mm -hmm. you know and she's in her 70s 70 year old black female i'm telling these people here that write these stories that do these news stories are so out of touch you know and and my customers, we ha we we have over seventy thousand people on an email list, you know, that have come through our doors. You know, our customers. I'm telling you right now, you know, you're you're definitely out of touch with gun owners for sure, and and you're definitely out of touch with gun owners in Austin, let alone out of touch with gun owners in the state of Texas. Do you remember that journalist that uh, wrote that story? Basically, said I shot an AR-15. It's horrifying, menacing, and very very loud. Yeah, Do you she, remember that? Yeah, I was like, you're a liar. Did you shoot a 12-gauge shotgun? <laughs> well, this journalist, quote, journalist, mm -hmm. uh, you know, just blew it so far out of proportion to show how scary the AR-15 was. Right. And then as a rebuttal to that, they had like a 10-year-old girl shoot it. And she says, oh, this shoot's great. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had a reporter come in this week who was running a, a, a story a hit piece, and, and and immediately I knew she was trying to do a hit piece because she said one of the first things she said was, you know, can I fill out the forty four seventy three and go through the background check process like I'm going to buy a gun? I said, well, if you do that, um, 
you have to actually buy a gun, you know, have intentions of buying a gun. We can't just run a background check on you. You know, if I do that, you know, then I'm committing a crime and then you're committing a crime. You know, we can't do that. She goes, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, because she's trying to write a hit piece. And, and when you ask stuff like that, you know, I can tell, you know, the way they're going, uh, the way their their news story is going to go. And then you, lo and behold, she, you know, she does a story and she comes out and she says, bing, bing, breaking news. You know, some Texans want more gun legislation. And I was like, no, that's not what I told you. That's not, that's not what you, that's not the question that you asked me. And that's not the answer that I gave, you know, and, and you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny to me, you know, how they, they're trying to, they're trying to change uh, the tone of, of America by running these stories and, and trying to change people's mind, you know, of, of how they feel. And I'm telling you right now, Texans, we're not buying it at all. I, I talk to my customers all the time. That's the one of the things they, they want to know. Hey, I saw on the news that they're trying to do this this legislation here. You know, are they coming after? Are they gonna take my gun? You know, if they're coming after this particular gun, they're gonna try to get the ARs. Am I gonna turn my AR in? You know, am I gonna am I gonna have to register it? Do I, are they gonna take my AR pistol? You know, people want to know. I'm like, no, nah, not yet. But I'll I'll pop smoke when it's time for you to go bury it in the backyard, though. <laughs> or lose it in a boating accident. That's right. I will pop smoke. I'll let you know. And that's and that's why we have the bump stock lawsuit. You know, that's why we're suing the federal government. You know, Michael Cargill versus the Department of Justice. You know, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms because it's about bump stocks. It's about AR pistols. It's about triggers. It's about all of that. It's about that the fact that the federal government says something that you that you own that is legal. They change their mind one day and they say it's now illegal, you know. So unfortunately, we as citizens have to make sure that we contact our elected official and make sure Congress don't create a law. We don't want Congress to create a law because they create a law banning something, then we are dead in the water. As long as Congress don't do that, then we're good to go. And so we can we we should be able to win this lawsuit that we have against the ATF and the Department of Justice and this current administration, and where, which this case should be heard in, um, it's going to be heard in, in New Orleans, in the New Orleans Fifth Circuit in September, I believe on September the 13th, I believe. And so we're going to have our day in court again. They're going to hear, you know, rehear this case uh, against the entire circuit in bunk. And so we should win this case, and we should hopefully make our way toward the Supreme Court in hopes that Supreme Court would pick this case up, which they should, because then we'll have different rulings of different appellate courts around the country. Because I'm sure, you know, once the Fifth Circuit says, nope, you're you're fine, you can keep your bump stock, I'm sure they don't want Texas and, you know, and, you know, Texas, Louisiana, you know, you know that part of the country to be the only part of the country that have bump stocks and triggers and all that kind of stuff. So Supreme Court's going to have to decide, you know, the, be the deciding factor in all that stuff. So we'll see what happens there. That's why the bump stock lawsuit is very important. It's about triggers. It's about, it, it's about an AR pistols. It's about bump stocks. It's about everything. It's about the federal government says that, you know, what you own that's legal is now illegal. What are you going to say, Zach? I'm just listening. Oh. <laughs> Soaking it in. Okay. All right. So, um, so yeah. So we'll and going back to uh, Senator John Cornyn. You know, we'll see what happens with that. I honestly think, you know, Zach. I think that people are going to have short term memory, and I think they're going to forget, you know, the bill that Senator Cornyn passed, 
And I oh, think, yeah. you know, I think he'll get reelected because people just don't pay attention. You know, we had two Republicans in the House that voted yes on this uh, AR-15 ban. Yeah. And so I just think people are just not paying attention. And we had 12 uh, in the Senate that helped pass this last bill. So who knows what's going to happen? Got to hold their feet to the fire. Got to make sure that this next bill, you know, this next bill does not get past the Senate. Mm-hmm. Got to hold, got to hold the line. Got to hold the line. Got to stand up and fight. Contact your elected official right now, today, over and over again. Let them know you got it. We got to hold the line. Got to stop right here. We come back from the break. We got a couple more things to talk to you about. This is Michael Cargill, and you are listening to Come and Talk. Folks, this is Doug Man Jones. <laughs> and I get my gun news from Michael Cargill at Come and Talk. Welcome back to Come and Talk It. And now here's Michael Cargill. All right, let's go to Washington, D.C. So the chief executives of two leading gun manufacturers said mass shootings are local problems that cannot be blamed on inanimate firearms when a House panel asks them on Wednesday whether they accept responsibility for selling the assault-style rifles used in most of the recent massacres. Now, the CEOs of Daniel Defense and Strom Ruger uh, condemned the attacks in Buffalo, New York, Uvalde, and Highland Park, Illinois, while testifying before the House Oversight and Reform Committee. They said such mass murders need to stop, but balked when they were asked whether their companies would stop selling uh, those rifles. I hate when they use that word, assault-style rifle. I mean, what's that? why don't you describe say that when someone uses a car to, you know, to kill a bunch of people. An assault vehicle? Assault vehicle. Yeah, well, I, I, it just makes no sense to me. I believe that these murders are local problems and that have to be solved locally, according to Marty Daniel, who's the CEO of Daniel Defense, the company that made the rifle the Uvalde gunman used to kill 19 children and two teachers. In his opening remarks, Daniel said lawmakers should focus on the type of person likely to commit mass shootings, not the type of gun that person might use. And I agree with that because, you know, he could have used his pickup truck. You know, maybe that was his goal. Maybe, you know, he was waiting for kids to hit, you know, be on recess and then drive, you know, run them over as they're, you know, out in, you know, in the play area doing recess. You know, that could have been his goal. Instead, he chose the firearm. Um, and so asked by Representative Carolyn Maloney, the committee chair, uh, committee chair, whether he would accept personal responsibility for his company's role in that shooting, Daniel said the murderers are responsible before Maloney cut off the rest of his answer. And he's right. You know, in uh, in in mur- the murders are responsible for that and also man, I think it's also a parenting issue. You know, for sure, you know, my goodness. You know, someone who's, you know, nine, 18, 19 years old, you know, man, you how do you not know you're raising a monster like that? Just a killer. I mean, once they're 18 or 19, then they're legally adults, right? Yeah, you should you know your monster that you raised though. You know, you know your dog's bad. We had this conversation. <laughs> we had, yeah, we did. We had this fight. You, uh-huh. you know, you know, you raised that monster. You know, so man, just mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah. Dane Defense took in, uh, according to some stats that they that Congress received, Dane Defense took in more than 120 million in sales of AR Star AR style, style rifles last year, compared with 40 million in 2019. And the committee said Storm Ruger. Gross earnings tr- nearly tripled in the same time frame from $39 million to more than $103 million. 
Um, man, I know, man, Dane Defense is doing a lot better than, than Ruger. That's awesome. I'm actually surprised by that. It's an expensive rifle. It really, yeah, it really, it's top of the line. Mm-hmm. You, you, got, you got to get a lot of money together to, to buy a Dane Defense. You know, you're talking, man, this, that, he spent like, what, almost 6000 7000 You're not going to make that flipping burgers. No, no, not uh-huh. working in, not at Wendy's, not at McDonald's, not Burger uh-huh. King. Yeah, maybe turning tricks, but not, you know, not flipping burgers. And the Indiana Mall Shooter also had a Daniel Defense, I believe, or one that looked exactly like the Uvalde Shooters. And they're, and they're all talking to the same person online, were they not? On Discord? Discord, man. <laughs> Stuff's going on there. Uh, a lot to think about. Uh, it's no secret why gun CEOs are so desperate to avoid taking responsibility for deaths caused by their product, according to uh, what... Maloney had to say there, you know, in Congress, um, you know, I, I don't know why you want to. Do we ever blame the the vehicle manufacturers um, when, you know, someone runs, uh, you know, is like a 50 car, 80 car, you know, collision on the interstate, you know, killing a, a bunch of people like in the winter this past winter? Only you know? if there's something faulty with the car where it didn't operate as it was supposed to. But not like a recall issue. Yeah, but what? what so why would we blame the vehicle though? Because a lot of people were injured, so we should we should blame the vehicle. No, you think so? Well, are we are we going to be <laughs> consistent? Uh-huh. You know, we're with, this, be with consistent. this consistent with this theory, then we uh-huh. need to blame the vehicle and and go after the manufacturers and the dealership. Let's go after the Chevy. Let's go after Ford. It only makes sense. <laughs> No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so we don't do that. So it doesn't, you, you blame the person. You blame the driver behind the wheel. Uh, you say, hey, driver behind the wheel, you were not paying attention. You're going to be at fault for this, this accident. You're at fault for doing whatever you did. You know, that, that's, you know, that's what we do, and that's what we should do when it comes to shootings as well. It's the shooter that's responsible for the – because the shooter pulled the trigger. Don't blame, you know, the, the item or the tool that was actually used. All right, so – um, I want to go back to uh, Federa, and I want, want to introduce you one more time to Federa. I want him uh, to tell us about. I want you to tell us about you know, the different products one more time. Uh, your different uh, suppressors that you actually have. Tell us about your website. Um, tell us the, the cost, you know, of the suppressors as well, and and you know, and you know, can they buy them from your website and have them shipped to a dealer? You know, can we do? Can they do an FFL transfer for them? You know. Tell, tell us a little bit uh, one more time. Thank you, Michael. So uh, those are all great questions. Our pricing is basically in line with other suppressor manufacturers. So we have a uh, 355 is our Alamo, which is the 22 long rifle, 17 HMR, and 22 Magnum. Uh, also, so then we go to the Woodland, our 7-inch can, um, any caliber from a 222 all the way to a 300 Win Mag as listed. So... Uh, direct thread, um, and all of our cans are H series Cerakoted for long lasting it, um, and ease of cleaning. Also, the 975 is our Hill Country can. That's 222 uh, all the way to 300 Win Mag also, and most of these are threaded 5H24 to where the woodland is half 28. Uh, but we also have other threading depending on your rifle. And then, of course, the uh, kingpin on here is the high plane, and that is for long-range shooting, uh, and that is their 12-inch can, which is 
from 6.5 millimeter all the way to 3.38 Lapua. Finally, our Super Texan, that's our 50 caliber. And it does work on the machine gun, um, the semi-auto as well. Most people can't don't have a machine gun. But uh, and, and as far as buying it online, um, you can't buy it through our website, but we'll take requests. And as you said, we'll ship it to the appropriate FFL with an SOT. Uh, obviously, they can buy it through you. I'll honor all those requests. And once again, I'll do a 10% discount uh, for your listeners. And then we'll do a special day at the range a dealer demo day and i would love to bring some guns and suppressors out and have everyone shoot them all right and so um and and your website and social media where can they find you so we're at fodera.com p-h-o-d-e-r-a.com we're on facebook uh we're on all the the twitter we're on instagram and fodera.com is our website uh you'll be able to leave messages Um, our numbers listed we do not have a brick-and-mortar show. That's not the intent. My uh, main focus is to get dealers involved and to get these things all over the country and in the hands of good, safe, responsible, safe shooters so that you can um, protect your hearing while enjoying your shooting experience. And just keep in mind that Federa is a Texas-based manufacturer, precision suppressors for precision rifles. Uh, Federa uses proprietary materials uh, that incorporate the laws of math and physics to produce a suppressor that will serve you an entire lifetime. Uh, Federa suppressors are caliber-specific, designed and built for uh, optimum performance, and their suppressors are the result of a fifth-generation gunsmith commitment to bring to the market the best overall suppressor that they possibly could. Uh, They're battle-tested. Proven over decades of use, uh, torture tested to meet the rigorous and brutal elements, proven nearly indestructible. And these tools have been in the market in Europe for the last 25 years where suppressors are normal and hearing protection is mandatory. And their suppressors are currently in all in use all over the world and have been proudly manufactured in Texas the last decade. So what you will, you know, experience with their suppressors are sound suppression, uh, flash elimination, uh, felt recoil reduction, signature elimination, much improved accuracy, uh, higher duty cycle, and maintenance free. Maintenance free because, you you know, look, because you people do not clean your guns. So you definitely need something that's maintenance free. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. That's right. Uh, so in 30-plus years of sales, uh, concentrating in Europe, uh, European markets since early 1990. So definitely check out their website. Go to P-H-O-D-E-R-A, Fodera.com, and check them out you know, and see what they're all about. You know, Zach, mm-hmm. like I always like to say, as always, more guns equals less crime. Go out there and buy yourself a gun. You've been listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Hey, this is AWR Hawkins of Breitbart News, and you're listening to Come and Talk It with Michael Cargill. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 